0: Hey there, Donna Ashton here and listen, I get you. You're already busy with a full calendar and trying to squeeze in some inspiration and learning here. So I won't waste your time or bring fluffy crap you can't use. I'm here to help you design a simplified business you can scale and help you work less and make more. This show is for high achieving coaches and experts who want strategies to unlock the next level in their business and create days that allow creative time and space for family, all while increasing revenue. Let's get to it. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Four Day Weekends. In today's episode, we are talking about scaling your business. seems to be a buzzword that everybody's like, ooh, I wanna scale my business, I wanna scale up, and I wanna, you know increase my revenue and all of that. And that of course is the way it goes in business, right? You've heard that term that if you're not growing, then you're dying or shrinking. So of course we want to continue to grow our businesses, to increase our clients and our revenue, and to be moving forward in a good progression and scaling up. But what does that really mean? So if you are In a one-to-one coaching model, it may feel like, how can I scale? And there are different definitions of scaling. I mean, it could be just increasing your business. It could be just, you know, growing the business. But the way I like to look at it, when I think of the word scaling, I think of it as how to increase the business, increase the revenue but still have like the same amount of time in or even less time in because anybody could just work more hours or slap more, you know, slots in for taking on more clients. And I think that that is what we do when we, you know, to get ourselves to six figures or to get us ourselves to that place where we're like, okay, we've hustled our way here. But well, now, if you think about scaling to quarter of a million, half a million or a million dollars, you have to do things a little bit different. Or you're really going to be working a lot of hours and you know, and really having a big mess. So here are some ways that normally business will think about how to scale their business. One of the first ways, is to outsource or hire more people and this could be other coaches that you bring on to do some of the coaching for you because you can't do it yourself you know you can't physically do all of that or you don't want to do certain parts of the coaching or the consulting and you have people under you who are doing that and you are You know, maybe just doing select clients that you are just working with, maybe higher end clients, or you only do certain parts of it and you have other people filling in the gaps for you to do so you don't have to do all of it. It could mean hiring a sales team. It could be hiring more designers. It could be hiring more people to do the done for you services if you are doing website design or social media management or some type of agency where you just bring on more people so that you can bring on more clients right like you're like this is I can maybe only handle 10 clients so if I bring on another person now we can handle 20 clients or another person now we can handle 30 clients so you're just outsourcing the work but you're, it still leaves you in the role of the leader and the person who has to oversee these coaches and these leader, you know, these other people that you've hired, VAs or other designers or whatever it might be for your industry. So, though it it certainly will free up some time from the actual work, many times it just puts the CEO or you as the you know owner of the business in another role of like, okay, now I have to do my work and I have to manage this team and I have to oversee what they're doing and I have to check all the stuff behind them and I have to train them and I have to follow up with them and I have to make sure that they are doing what they're supposed to do. So it just becomes like another thing. Not to say it's never a good time to hire. Of course, there you certainly do need some people on your team. But That is just one way and you have to be careful of getting the right people and you have to be careful to create systems, which is going to be the next thing I'm going to talk about creating systems in your business or SOPs, otherwise known as standard operating procedures so that you can bring someone on and they know what to do. It's like when you are creating what you do for people. Say you have a website design business and you're like, okay, the first thing I do is this assessment sheet or whatever, an intake form that shows them how to do this. The next thing I do is I look at, you know, what they currently have, if they have a website and then where they want to go. And then we talk about branding and then we talk about colors and blah, 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 blah. So there's a whole process to what you do. And by creating these systems or these not really i mean they are systems but it's almost like putting your process down on paper so people can follow it so you can follow it and then if you hire someone else or have an assistant who needs to help or jump in they know where you are on that timeline of okay i have eight steps and we're on step three following through the way that i work with people or what's you know, how to make it all streamlined. And it is a great way to kind of get everything streamlined and do everything the same so that you can do it systematizedly, so that you're not just like flying by the seat of your pants. Every time you get a new client and go, Oh yeah, now I have a new client now that I have, I have to do this. And in the beginning, that may be the way it is, but once you get to a certain place, it's definitely beneficial to create some kind of, you know, standard operations so that you can move people through that part of it faster and if someone needs to jump in they'll know what to do and a new hire can come in and see oh here's the way we do it so they can follow along so they'll be it'll be easier for them to jump in and you don't have to spend every moment training them you know every detail because they can follow what you've already created one of the other things that you hear about a lot is sort of a time management right and this is going back way back to like the Stephen Covey days (laughs) back I'm thinking back in the 90s or whatever where it was like okay how can I make the most out of my days how can I get the most out of what I have to do and and manage my time in the best ways and I think that there is something to some of that. I don't really subscribe to the, you know, the belief that we should try to cram as many things as possible into our day, but there are things that we do have to do as business owners. And if you're like, oh, I don't really like doing this or it's something that, you know, just kind of gets an afterthought or is taking too much time, then it is good to create some kind of a system to do it. And and some of the ways that you may be familiar with is what's called time blocking or chunking your time. I do this when I am, and I'm doing it right now because I'm going to record three podcasts right in a row instead of doing one and then waiting a week and doing another one and then waiting a week and doing another one. It takes more time. It takes more of my brain and normally I actually record these while I'm walking around the block, but today it is so windy that I had to come back. <laughs> and I'm like, I would have been done with these on my you know, 40 minute walk. Uh, instead, I had to come back and do it here in my office just because the wind was blowing so hard. I thought it would be inaudible. But normally I'm doing two things at the same time. I'm walking, which I love to do and do every day. And I'm recording the podcast. And because I think better when I'm walking, it's like, great, two for the price of one, like I'm going to walk anyway. So why not get a couple of these things done while I'm walking? And that is making the most of my time and doing two or three at once is also, you know, much more good use of my time because I don't have to be, then thinking, oh, what am I gonna do? And getting ready to do it and thinking about what I'm going to talk about, I have everything all ready to go and I just boom, 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 get them done. So I'm sure if you've, you've you've done this before where you're time blocking, if you haven't, then I highly recommend as much as you can, like, you know, putting all of your certain calls at a, you know, all the sales calls at one day or one time and all of the client calls on one day, because you get into different modes in your business, whether you're delivering your client teaching or helping coaching or working on projects is different path or different mindset than doing you know working on creative newsletters or writing some social media post or working on some new marketing or a new project that you have to do for your business versus you know invoicing people or you know, planning out what you're going to do on your next launch. So everything has a little bit different space in your brain and having to cross back and forth over those lines. I know for me is a lot harder than to just stay in the mode of, okay, today's my creative time. I'm going to do all my creative things and really work on this. It flows a lot better because it all comes from the same side of your brain. The other thing is prioritizing. So, you know, instead of doing three hours on, you know, on changing the colors of your logo, which could feel like we're doing things, it's looking at that busy work and seeing, you know, again, you've probably heard this revenue generating activities and whether that's, that may or may not be what you need right now. It could be like, I just have to get these things done to deliver this stuff to my clients. But instead, you know, you start diddling around with your logo or you start doing something on social media when really you have to finish these projects. So it's trying to focus and stay focused. And there's different ways to do this. I love a timer, which I think is the Pomodoro method. And I use my phone and I just put on a timer for 30 minutes. And I'm like, okay, I've got 30 minutes to do this. Even if I have an inkling that it's gonna take me longer, And that's okay, but I know that I will, with that timer going, I will sit there and focus. And then usually, you know, I'll just let the timer, if it runs out, I just keep going and then I finish it. But it's, there's something about having that timer that helps you go and I used to do this with my kids when we were younger like cleaning up all the toys I would put on a song and say okay let's see if we can get all of this cleaned before the end of the song and everybody's running around trying to get it done quickly to get to the end of the song otherwise I might never get that to happen and I don't know there's just you know it's just that time thing where you're like I if I have all day to do it it'll take you all day to do it and if you have 30 minutes to do it it'll take you 30 minutes to do it and I think that's that pomodoro a fact, you can look that up, but I find that when we can get a lot done, if we have deadlines <laughs> and if we don't, we just diddle around and we just take our time to do it. And and sometimes it just takes four or five or 10 times as long. So that's another little tip there to, you know, to use a timer or whatever works for you. I like to just set the, the, the timer on my phone, but all of these are really, you know, ways to do things. But in my opinion, you certainly can scale your business, but it's all taking more energy and taking more time to do these type of things. When I think of scaling, of course, this is part of it. I really think of creating a business that will run with me in a minimal way. Or like if I'm going to double my business and I'm working now 40 hours, I want to continue working 40 hours and double my business, right? So it's It's putting yourself in a place of leveraging out what you're doing and creating a business that's scalable, which I'm sure you've heard this before, meaning it doesn't have to be you and clones of you, that you have a model that will scale without any more effort or not much more effort to do that. And this is where like group programs come in, group coaching, courses, self-studies, doing little pods and doing things, having some kind of learning library or something that speaks for you, even when you're not there, right? You need some kind of program or asset in your business that works even when you are not. And it could be that you have these coaches and that's part of it. And I think that that can, that can go along with it. But I really like to start someone in a group setting before they jump into all of that, if it's possible, like it may not be possible if you're doing done for you services. There is a way to do group programs, of course, and that's taking your you out of the done for you stuff and, and actually teaching them how to do the work rather than you doing the work. And I think there is a place for all of that, even in an agency type business, It takes all of the, Hey, I have to do everything for them, or I have to hire someone to do everything for them and really puts you into like, I will teach you. It's sort of the done for you is now done with you. So you're moving out of that. You can still have some done for you services, of course, on the side, but maybe the, you start moving people into the done with you. And then eventually they can do on their own. If you want to create a self-study or some kind of course where there's minimal you because I think you are the bottleneck in your business and you can become the bottleneck very easily even in like I said in some of these other ways of outsourcing and hiring though I do agree we we you need to have a good team and until you get that team up and running then there is a little bit of that and there's always different scenarios where having a team is great and you need that sometimes I think people jump into that before really looking to see how could they scale their business without having to one, you know, manage a team, pay out a team, because now you've got the added expense of, of paying this person, the money that you are getting to do the work. So you either have to raise your prices or you have to get like even more clients because you have to make up for the money that you have to pay out to the team because they're doing the work, right? So you're not getting the full amount where before it was just you, whereas in a group program or something, you get all of the revenue and you only have to really do, it's almost like having one client if you do the group correctly, because it may be one call a week or one call a month or one project that you're helping do and everyone else is watching you and then they're doing it and, you know, alongside you. It's not you doing it, everything for them. And there are many different ways to run all these programs. And I've run so many, every way possible. You can imagine doing group programs and courses and all of that. So there's not one way to do this. There's many ways that will fit whatever model that you are currently in and whatever industry you currently are in. So when you start thinking about scaling your business, I want you to start thinking about ways that you could create something that's more of a taking yourself out of it and scaling, not just adding to what you already have to do. Because if you're already really overworked and maxed out, adding team, of course, seems like the answer. And again, it could be the answer depending, but it also adds another layer of you having to you know, manage the team and and go up behind and all of that. And that could cause even more stress if you don't have things in place, but all of these are great ways to scale and all have their place inside of a scaling business. So, all right, I hope this gives you some ideas and I'd love to hear your ideas and what you've tried already uh, for scaling. You can find me over on LinkedIn, leave me a comment or just email me at da at donnaashton.com. And I'd love to hear what you've tried. If it's, if it's working for you, if it's not working for you, and if it's not, perhaps we can hop on the phone and do a little chat to see how I can help you gain back a little more time and start scaling your business without losing your mind. All right. Until next time, I'll see you then. hope you got some juicy nuggets to inspire and show you simplifying and scaling is easier than you think. If you're ready to tame the chaos of your business into a simpler model while increasing your impact and income, grab my free simplify and scale template at donnaashton.com forward slash template or check the link in the show notes. See you next time.